0: Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Middling Manager Hub podcast. I'm your host, Steve Westover, and today we're digging into a topic that's incredibly relevant in these challenging times. How to maintain employee engagement in the face of adversity and uncertainty. So settle right in and let's get going. According to Gallup, There has been a notable decline in employee engagement over the past years. This trend mirrors what I've observed in my company and with my clients. Many organizations have seen increasing employee engagement scores in the preceding years only to experience a dip more recently. It feels like the perfect storm. The job market is incredibly competitive with higher wages and low unemployment. Employees have more choices than ever and their expectations from employers have risen significantly, not just in terms of pay, but also regarding benefits and other perks. We've witnessed a phenomenon known as the Great Resignation where employees are reevaluating their priorities. They're demanding more flexibility, and this is where the hybrid work model comes into play. Employees are comparing notes with friends and family who work in flexible environments and questioning the need for a daily commute. In the current market dynamics, employers striving to be the employer of choice must find ways to re-engage their workforce. So how can organizations navigate these challenging times and maintain or rekindle employee engagement? Here are some strategies and insights. Work model, make sure to set very clear expectations. Explain why certain days are designated for in-office work and what's expected during those days. For example, you can structure in-office days for departmental meetings, financial reviews, or manager one-on-ones. Avoid requiring tasks in the office that can be efficiently handled from home. Reserve in-office days for the most critical collaborative activities. Two, re-engage with your team. One common mistake organizations made was abandoning best practices they introduced during the pandemic. For instance, many temporarily adopted town halls as a method to cascade important information about corporate goals and announcements. Now there's a void where employees don't feel informed. Communication has become crucial in a hybrid environment, So ensure you have a solid corporate communication plan. Just like with a customer, you may need to repeat your message five to seven times before it truly resonates. When it comes to keeping employees engaged and inspired, leaders provide guidance that helps their teams work towards the organization's goals and stay passionate about their work. But as we all know, this task becomes even more challenging during difficult times when there may be issues within the company, or unforeseen events occurring with widespread life-changing effects and wide-reaching implications. Recently, thanks to the COVID-19 pandemic, we saw this scenario play out in almost every industry. Not every disruption is going to be as massive as a global pandemic. And thankfully that kind of shared trauma is rare, but there are events and personalities and supply chain issues and staffing shortages, and additional stresses caused by uncertainty that can wreak havoc on motivation and employee engagement. So how can we as leaders and managers address the issue of employee engagement in difficult, uncertain times? To maintain employee engagement in difficult times, leaders need to be adaptable and foster a caring culture to meet their employees' shifting needs. In this episode, we'll explore key strategies for maintaining high levels of employee engagement during these challenging times. But first, Let's briefly understand what employee engagement is and why it's so critical. Employee engagement is an employee's emotional commitment to their work, the organization they work for, and its goals. It describes the bond an employee builds with their specific job and organization. High engagement in an organization indicates that employees care about their work, are dedicated to the organization, and their attitudes and behaviors are aligned with the organization's core values. We can all likely think of a coworker, a boss, an employee, or maybe even ourselves who struggle at times with engagement. Sometimes it becomes obvious when individuals disengage because the quality or breadth of their work changes, but sometimes disengagement is harder to spot. In other words, one can't simply look at an employee's results to see if they're engaged or not. Someone with poor results may be very engaged, even though they aren't successful while others will be disengaged despite their success. Either way, it's important for organizations and the managers who lead them to maintain employee engagement. If we don't, there will be consequences. Now let's delve into eight strategies for maintaining employee engagement in challenging times. First, we need to be flexible whenever possible. Flexibility is high on the list of intangible benefits employees seek with the rise of remote work and hybrid work environments, allowing employees to work from home, or if possible, give them the flexibility to take the better care of their families and personal needs. A real world example of this is tech giants' remote work policy. Companies like Twitter, which is now X, and Facebook, which is now Meta, and Google have embraced remote work, allowing employees to choose where they work best. But hybrid working environments is only the beginning of flexibility. When managers are flexible in the scheduling of shift times and even days of the week that they work, lunches and breaks, time off for school or family events, illnesses, or even a mental health day, employees can recognize the effort that is made. Being flexible sounds great, but it's often challenging, which makes it even more appreciated when we accommodate the needs of our employees. Second, give employees the gift of autonomy. Employees crave autonomy. When leaders trust employees enough to give them the tools they need to work with autonomy, it actually motivates them to perform well. When we don't allow autonomy, we send the message that we don't trust employees, which is demotivating. I once interviewed for a position, and in the third round of interviews, I met with both the woman who would be my immediate supervisor, as well as regional executives. In that meeting, one of the regional execs told me that they believe in micromanaging and that it's an important element of their management philosophy. I thought she was kidding. To that point in my career, I had never heard anyone extol the virtues of micromanagement, much less admit to it. It was so surprising to me that even when they doubled down on the philosophy of micromanaging, I still didn't believe them. I mean, not really. Maybe they micromanage at the very beginning to train and onboard new hires. You know, the classic adage that At first, you must hold the reins tight until trust is established, and then the reins are loosened. That makes sense to me. But it's not what they meant. After accepting the job, I immediately recognized that they were being fully honest about their intentions to micromanage every aspect of my day. I had only myself to blame for not believing what they had told me. Still, I hoped it would only be temporary. After just a couple of months, I became one of the top performers in the region, yet the micromanaging didn't ease up. I had no autonomy on how I accomplished my work, which suffocated my desire to work hard for the company. But I persevered for a while, and after another six months, I just had enough and moved on to greener pastures. It was a painful lesson to learn that the organization didn't trust me enough to allow me autonomy in how I accomplished my work. Another real world example, and this one's positive, is 3M's innovation time. 3M has been known for its 15% rule, where employees are encouraged to spend 15% of their work time on projects of their choice. This autonomy led to greater employee satisfaction and engagement. Third, establish a feedback loop. Good communication between employees and management is essential, especially during difficult times. It helps build trust and empowers employees to provide meaningful feedback. A real-world example of this is Microsoft's manager-managed feedback system. Microsoft implemented a manager-managed feedback system that allows employees to provide feedback on their managers, fostering transparency and trust. Regular employee surveys can provide excellent feedback to leaders, especially if the responses are confidential and there is trust that there will be no retaliation by managers for poor scores. Open two-way communication is critical for employees to feel heard and important. Fourth, recognize the work they do. Recognition is a powerful tool for building engagement. It should be specific and given often, especially during challenging times when employees are going above and beyond. Deloitte started a spotlight recognition program where employees can recognize their peers for outstanding contributions, fostering a culture of appreciation. At my job, we have a system where we can recognize each other managers to employee employee to manager and everywhere in between peer to peer where we can send feedback for ways that we appreciate and that makes everyone feel good to get a note of appreciation fifth encourage them to grow fostering personal growth opportunities helps employees achieve their personal goals and leads to greater satisfaction dedication and engagement for example LinkedIn offers robust learning platforms that encourage employees to upskill and stay engaged in their work. Conduct regular employee engagement surveys. It's become essential for organizations, especially for those with 100 or more employees, to conduct regular employee engagement surveys. These surveys should enable two way communication, allowing employees to provide candid feedback. Companies are increasingly moving towards quarterly PULSE surveys, making employee engagement metrics a key performance indicator. And play back your HR improvements. It's critical that insights gained from employee engagement surveys result in tangible improvements. These improvements should be clearly articulated in a set of HR initiatives that are formally reported and tracked. By consistently sharing information about the positive changes made, Employees are more likely to participate in surveys and provide honest feedback. Now let's continue with the remaining strategies. But before we do, let me share an inspiring real world story. And this is a story about employee resilience. So meet Sarah, a dedicated employee at a marketing agency. When the pandemic hit, the agency faced significant changes. Sarah's workload doubled as her colleagues were furloughed and the pressure was immense. At first, Sarah struggled with engagement. She felt overwhelmed, isolated working from home and missed the office camaraderie. However, her manager recognized her dedication and began implementing some of the strategies we discussed. They allowed Sarah the flexibility to manage her work hours, gave her more autonomy to make decisions, established a feedback loop for regular check-ins and acknowledged her exceptional effort. Over time, Sarah not only regained her engagement, but surpassed her previous levels. She found meaning in her work, appreciating that her efforts were crucial to keeping the agency afloat during turbulent times. Examples like this demonstrate how leadership and the right strategies can help employees overcome the engagement slump, even during the challenging times. Now, let's explore the remaining strategies. Sixth, Make their work meaningful. Meaningful work is essential for employee engagement because it gives employees a sense of purpose and improves overall job satisfaction. Another world example is Patagonia's environmental mission. Patagonia's commitment to environmental sustainability gives employees a strong sense of purpose, driving their engagement and loyalty. Employees need to feel purpose. They need to see value in what they do beyond just showing up and taking home a check. So what is the purpose of your organization? For example, if you sell cars, what is your purpose? Is it just to make a sale or is there something deeper? It may not be surprising that vehicle problems are a major source of stress for many individuals and families. The stresses can relate to the financial burdens of costly repairs or the safety of a young driver or simply the dependability of getting to work or to the store. As a seller of cars, I might try to find a deeper purpose and meaning in what selling the right vehicle to the right person might mean to the buyer and their families and their quality of life. Seven, foster a good work-life balance. A positive supportive work environment that creates a positive employee experience helps people stay engaged in both their jobs and their personal lives. A real world example of this is Buffer's remote work culture. Buffer, a remote first company, prioritizes work-life balance by allowing employees to set their schedules and encouraging disconnection from work outside of office hours. As a manager, are your expectations of your staff during their off times reasonable? I recently spoke with a salesperson who is grappling with a new demand by her superiors that she respond to every lead she receives within the first four hours. It sounds great, right? Being quick to respond to a sales lead might mean the difference in making the sale Or the buyer going somewhere else but there's always a cost what happens when a sales rep receives a lead at the end of their workday or even after their day is ended or on a weekend this individual had the mandate to connect with the lead within four hours and her response rate would play heavily into her review she tried hard to accommodate this mandate but quickly realized that her work life was out of balance and she had a continual feeling of dread about the potential of having her family time interrupted during her off hours. So again, we might ask ourselves, what is the cost of our expectations on our employees? Are they reasonable? Will they engender greater engagement, or will those expectations trample the life out of any goodwill that may exist? Eight, make it a top priority and be unwilling to sacrifice their well-being for short-term financial gain. Google is known for its comprehensive employee wellness programs, including on-site health care, counseling services, and mental health support. Some of the examples I've shared may seem extreme. Hopefully they are. Hopefully you haven't experienced the soul-crushing mandates that destroy weekends and family time, or managers who value micromanagement. These things exist we are likely to see demands on a lesser level that also can crush the engagement and enthusiasm employees feel for their work. So we must be watchful and careful and responsive when we experience or witness something that may have a negative impact on our employees. Let me share just two final thoughts. It's important to prioritize stellar onboarding. Onboarding is a high value activity that should be done in person whenever possible. Studies reveal that half of hourly workers quit in the first 120 days after being hired, leading to annual onboarding turnover of 150% in the first year of employment. Employers must go all in on employee onboarding, ensuring that equipment, passwords, office locations, and other essential aspects are sorted out well in advance. A personal touch, including a cultural immersion on the first day, can make a significant impact, even for larger companies. And finally, let employees define what it means to be flexible. So we may have our ideas, but let them choose how they would like to see that flexibility. Employees' perspectives on flexibility often differ from those of their employers. Big surprise, right? To truly understand what your employees consider flexible, listen to their voices through the surveys and two-way communication system. The old notion of working from home a couple of days a week may no longer suffice. Let your employees help shape the flexible policies to better suit their needs. In conclusion, maintaining employee engagement in challenging times requires leaders to be adaptable, empathetic, and committed to creating a caring culture. These strategies, when applied effectively, can make a significant difference in keeping employees motivated in the face of adversity. But remember, it's not just about implementing these strategies. It's about consistently applying them and tailoring them to your organization's unique needs. When we find employees who may be struggling to engage fully, approach them with an attitude of caring to help them regain their enthusiasm and purpose in their work. And that's all for today's episode of the Middling Manager Hub podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And if you have any questions or want to share your own experiences and strategies for maintaining employee engagement, don't hesitate to reach out. As always, stay engaged, stay resilient, and keep leading with compassion as you strengthen the workforce of tomorrow. Ew.